Disclaimer. Lore exists to help inspire creativity and story. It should not be used to lord over anyone at your game table, whether that be a dungeon master or player. Be flexible and willing to modify what exists to accommodate the story the table wishes to tell. Veyron looks to further the presence of drow on the surface world. He also is the drow deity of Thieves and openly opposes the tyrannical matriarchy imposed by Lal. I am Benjamin Dignan, and welcome once again to Religion in the Realms. Titles Some of the different titles Veyron goes by are The Masked Lord, The Masked God of Night, and The Shadow. Portfolio and Domains Veyron's portfolio covers thievery, drow males, territory, and evil activity on the surface world. The suggested domains for 5th edition clerics of Veyron are War and Trickery. I would like to voice my opinion, however, that war should not be a suggested domain for Veyron. I hope as I explain who Veyron is further and what his church does in the Forgotten Realms that war the war domain should not be listed as a suggested domain for his clerics. Appearance and Manifestations Veyron is commonly depicted as a handsome male drow clothed in black. One of Veyron's defining features is his hair and eyes that change in color depending on his disposition. If his hair and eyes are red, he is angry. If gold, he is feeling victorious. If blue, he is feeling amused. And green, he is feeling either puzzled or curious. Veyron wields two named weapons, a longsword named Night Shadow and a short sword named Shadow Flash. Night Shadow is mechanically a long sword of quickness that is said to be invisible in darkness. It is enchanted with a spell that allows Veyron to turn the blades of opponents to do damage to their wielder. Shadow Flash is a plus one short sword that can emit a flash of light that can temporarily blind an opponent. Veyron wears a named cloak that is self-titled Veyron's Cloak. It acts much like a cloak of invisibility and appears to be completely see-through. If someone is able to take the cloak from him, it fades away to nothingness. Another remarkable feature of the cloak is that it can absorb 7 spells, regardless of level, per day. As long as a magic item does not conflict with Veyron's chaotic evil alignment, he can wield it, ignoring any potential class restrictions. While he is incapable of spellcasting, he can cast any spells present in the minds of any of his followers that are within 180 feet of him. He moves as if he was under the effect of a permanent pass without a trace spell and can choose to turn invisible at will. He cannot be affected by any illusion unless the illusion is cast by another deity and cannot be charmed. Veyron can manifest through a fluttering black shadow that will form into a black half-mask that will form over the face of a favored follower. When on the face of this follower, it will grant the wearer true seeing, the ability to strike against even the toughest of opponents, the inability to fail any acrobatics check, move as if under pass without a trace, and heal for a small amount. 
Viron will show his displeasure through the same shadowy half-mask that will appear before the disfavored and emit a mocking laugh. All those hearing it must save against a fear spell. Veyron also shows influence through a host of different shadowy and dark creatures, from as simple as a simple black cat, right up to a shadow dragon. Gemstones associated with the influence of Veyron are typically black in color, gemstones like jet, onyx, and hematite. Personal History Veyron is the son of Corallon, Lorethian, and Lolth, twin brother to Ilstrae and father of Selvatarm. He was cast out of Arvindor with Lolth when he aided her in the attempt to usurp the power of Corallon. During the attempt, Veron was able to trap Sianine Moonbow, but Sianine broke out and was able to expose the true nature of Lolth's plans. Since then, Veron has had a particular hatred reserved for Sianine Moonbow. Centuries later, Veron battled heavily for the right to be the patron deity of the Illithiri Elves, only to be stymied by Illustrae. This allowed Ganador and Lolf to claim a significant portion of the Illithiri who would go on to become the Drow after the Crown Wars. In 1372 Dale Reckoning, during the Silence of Lolf, a Veyrunite cleric was able to summon Veron to Lolf's personal realm in the demon web pits where Veyron was able to wound Loth greatly. However, her guardian and Veyron's son, Selvatarm lashed out in defense and the two of them tumbled down into the darkness of the abyss. In 1375 Dale Reckoning, Veyron and his worshippers developed a plot to take down his sister Illustrae. Veyron was able to enter into Illustrae's realm, but she became warned of his presence and was able to cut him down. For a short time before the Second Sundering, Illustrae had absorbed Veyron's aspect to become the Masked Lady. Following the Second Sundering, Veyron and Illustrae have become separate, but have been able to put aside their differences in order to better fight Lol. In Mordenkind's Tome of Foes, which takes a multiverse-wide approach to the lore, Veyron is removed from all familiar relationships with Corallon, Illustrae, and Selvatarm though it was mentioned to still be Lolth's son. Veyron has had his face scarred and tongue removed by Lolth for his disobedience. Likewise, he has been mistaken by some to be the Greyhawk deity Keptolo. This persona of Veyron is very different to that of his Forgotten Realms counterpart. Personality Veyron is a chaotic evil deity. He can be vain and haughty. He also does not forget slights and is well known to hold grudges. He will use any underhanded tactic to further his goals, but though it is hypocrisy, Veyron becomes enraged if the same t- underhanded tactics are used against him. Veyron acts in open opposition to Lol's ideas of female superiority, preaching equality amongst males and females. He asks his followers to cooperate with the other elven races but at the same time shuns gnomes and dwarves, but will tolerate humans and halflings. Veyron calls for the drow to rise up to the surface again, together to become the great people that they are capable of. Personal Realms Veyron's personal realm is known as Elaniath. Elaniath has moved between two planes of existence over the centuries. For a long time, it existed on a layer of Carceri known as Colothus. 
Eventually, Elanieth came to reside on the Demon Web Pits, amongst the other personal realms of most of the Dark Steldarine. Following the silence of Lolth, Elanieth was kicked back out to Carceri. As of the events of the Second Sundering, it is unknown which plane Elanieth now resides on. Elanieth is a small realm that is nothing more than a place of seclusion and hiding for Veyron when he needs to escape from the wrath of powerful deities like Lolth. Allies and Allegiances Veyron holds a mask the Faerunian god of thieves and shadow, Shar, the goddess of shadow, and Tolona, goddess of poison and disease, as acquaintances. They share similar aspects, but this is a tenuous relationship as each is likely looking for a weakness to exploit in the other. Such is their nature. Enemies Veyron holds contempt for all other deities of the Dark Celerine and the entire Celerine. Many of the patron deities of the Underdark peoples hold animosity for Veyron as well. Notably, Sirolili of the Halfling Pantheon is also an enemy of Veyron. Sorolali is a deity of house and home and dislikes any deities who espouse the virtues of theft. Deity and Avatar Stat Blocks You can find the stat blocks for Veyron's avatar for 2nd edition in the following supplements. Demi-Human Deities and the Drow of the Underdark. I was unable to locate a stat block for Veyron as a deity in other supplements. Symbols Veyron has two similar symbols. The first is a half-black mask that covers the upper portion of one's face. The second is a half-black mask with inset blue lenses. Beliefs Dogma of Veyron from Demi-Human Deities The shadows of the Mask Lord must cast off the tyranny of the Spider Queen and forcibly reclaim their birthright and rightful place in the night above. The existing drow matriarchies must be smashed, and the warring practices of Twisted Loth done away with so that the drow are welded into a united people, not a squabbling gaggle of rival houses, clans, and aims. Veyron will lead his followers into a society where the Illithiri once again reigns supreme over the other lesser races, and there is equality between males and females. Priests of Veyron must encourage, lead, or aid bands of drow and allied chaotic evil creatures in thievery and instigate plots, intrigues, and events to continually increase drow influence and real power in the surface realms. They must manipulate trade, creatures, and intrigues designed to lessen the power of and frustrate the plans of drow priests, particularly those who serve Lull, and continually foment rebellion or disobedience among drow males. Drow thieves in need must be aided, healed, bailed out of jail, or forcibly rescued. Drow men oppressed or under attack by drow women must be physically aided in any circumstance. Cruelties against drow men must be avenged. Presence of the Faith Worshippers of Veyron are typically chaotic evil, chaotic neutral, or neutral evil in alignment. The faith of Veyron is known by a rare few who are not drow upon the surface world. 
Any knowledge of Veyron and other drow societies dominated by another drow deity is hidden away and not acknowledged. Worship of a rival faith like Veyron's in a Lothdominate society is a huge risk. Those who have been caught before suffer under physical and magical interrogation before being executed. It is possible to find the symbols of Veyron placed secretively in tunnels surrounding most drow cities where the presence of his faith is not strong. Many drow who travel extensively throughout the Underdark are worshippers of Veyron, and a good number can be found in secretive sects in drow cities, especially those who find themselves in lower castes. Fallen Illustrie, Veyron has the second most followers up on the surface world. These communities are placed in areas where surface drow can be hidden away from the sun. Hierarchy and Structure of the Clergy The Church of Veyron has a fluid structure with many independent sects that have little communication between them. The vast majority of Veyron worshippers are male drow. The Church of Veyron is similar to the Church of Illustrie in that there is little to no infighting and cooperation exists amongst the different sects across Faerun, something that is quite different from the other Dark Seldarine faiths. The whole of the Verunite clergy are known as the Mast. Those who are novices are called the Uncloaked. Those in the upper levels are known as Night Shadows. High-ranking priests in the clergy are known by unique titles that they adopt for themselves. There are a few priests and priestesses who have left the Church of Lolf to join the Church of Veyron. These unique members of the faith are known as Mast Traders. Responsibilities and Duties Veyron worshippers and clergy are trained in the ways of intrigue, trickery, and treachery. They love nothing better than challenging the established order, especially if it is challenging the order in a drow society influenced by another drow deity. Many clerics are tasked with establishing drow communities up on the surface world. The manufacturer, application, and experimentation with poison is both practiced and taught throughout the church. Priests of Aeron are instructed to help in theft, spying, and instigating in all hopes of furthering the presence of drought upon the surface. Likewise, they are to do what they can at all times to help subvert the practices of wolf-dominated societies that preach an inequality. All that the clergy and worshippers do up on the surface is to be carried out during the nighttime. Clerics are known to prepare their spells at dusk rather than typically in the morning, which is the custom for most clerics. Orders and Priestly Bodies Some of the various titles given to the bodies of Veyron worship include the Ascendant Darkness, the Black Moons, the Dark Mantles, the Deep Rogues, the Enveloping Night, the Raven's Caw, Shadow Hunters, Silent Sables, and Twilight's Heralds. The Dark Dagger is a secretive organization of Veyron worshippers who operate behind the scenes of various criminal organizations, particularly thieves' guilds. Members are immune to most poisons as they are exposed to many during their training to grant them this immunity. Their numbers are vastly drow, but some humans and half-elves have found their place in the organization. They are also known to set up hidden temples to Veyron. 
They are known to be active in Skullport, Termish, and the Vilhan Reach, Om, Kalamshan, and in the coast cities around the Sea of Fallen Stars. Jezred Chalson is a powerful body of Veyron worshippers and assassins run by beings known as Drow Dragons, who are capable of shape-shifting between Drow and Shadow Dragon form. They operate out of Chalsin and will be discussed in greater detail later. Appearance and Dress If a member of the faith needs to appear out in public, they will wear a mask to conceal their identity, much like Veyron. Clergy of Veyron will wear half masks, loose shirts, fitted pants, and leather boots, all which are typically black. A priest is never without a bladed weapon, and many carry more than just one at all times. Some priests have their half masks enchanted to be their holy symbols, while others will make use of the same symbol but in a different form like a pendant. While adventuring, priests are to only wear leather armor and dress in dark colors. Rituals In praise to Veyron, the priests take a portion of the loot stolen from their enemies and place them in black bull-shaped altars. In these bulls, the loot is melted and offered up to Veyron. Veyron takes particular joy in any items fetched from Lothel dominions, especially if they are known religious items. On Midwinter's Night, the Church of Veyron celebrates the Masked Lord's Embrace as a religious holy day. This is an introspective night where each follower secludes themselves. There they cast darkness and levitation in a state of sensory deprivation to think on ways to further the aims of Veyron in the coming year. On the surface, during the nights when a new moon is out, Veyron worshippers hunt for a stag as a form of religious practice. Some drow are known to come up from the Underdark to participate as well. When the stag is captured, its beating heart and antlers are taken from the beast and offered in a dark rite in the name of Veyron. General Locations of Temples and Shrines Places of worship to Veyron found in the Underdark are protected by overlapping darkness spells. Worshippers typically place the temples and caverns to serve as amphitheaters. The high vaulted ceiling of the cavern is usually decorated with a purposeful placement of a realm-specific gemstone known as Belgerals. These gems absorb heat and light and emit a dull glow visible in the darkness. This is done to emulate the night sky upon the surface world. Up on the surface, places of worship dedicated to Veyron are placed in caves near a thick forest canopy that does not allow much daylight to reach the forest floor. These places of worship are purposefully placed close by surface communities devoted to Veyron. Specific Places of Worship Charles Sin is home to an elite group of Verunite assassins known as the Chazred Chalsin who weave their plots throughout the Underdark. A long time ago, this Underdark city was taken over by Shadow Dragons. During their rule over the drow, they began to interbreed and a distinct half-drow, half-shadow dragon race emerged known as the Zekelin. The Zekelin were eventually able to overthrow their draconic masters. Eventually, forces from Menzo Baranzan began to make their way to Chalsin to claim it in the name of Lolth. 
Warned by Veyron, the Zekelin made use of teleportation magic to flee to the Shadowfell. In the Shadowfell, the Zekelin set up a city known as Chal Mersin. The worship of Veyron grew during this time, and the church made a concerted effort to put an end to the infiltration of Malagrims, shapeshifters from the Shadowfell. The assassins of House Jazred were established at this time to combat any further shapeshifting infiltrations. Learning from the Malagrim, House Jazred were able to separate some of their numbers to become drow dragons, who were capable of shapeshifting between drow form and shadow dragon form. Eventually, House Jazred and the Veronite clergy started squabbling. In an act of compromise, House Jazred returned to Faerun to claim Chalsin once more, where they renamed themselves the Jazred Chalsin. Since then, the assassins of Chalsin have been involved in many plots to overthrow Law's position in the realms. Down in the spires of Myrrh, where once the forest of Myrrh existed, many surface drow settlements beneath the forest canopy thrived. Here existed towns where Veyron was venerated. In the towns of Dal Nothax and Iskashial were two churches to Veyron, the Hall of Midnight Bloodshed and the Onyx Labyrinth. Both were attacked extensively by Loth worshippers from Gwaladur, but they served as a public front to protect the greater vault of Cloaked Midnight and the Underdark. The vault lies closer to Mount Serengard. With the destruction of the Forest of Myrrh by the Spell Plague, the status of all three locations is unknown, though it is possible the Vault of Cloak Midnight still operates in the Underdark. An unnamed community and temple to Veyron can be found two days south from the River Deserin, close to the Lost Peaks in the High Forest. Once dominated by the cults of Veyron and Gonadur, their inland lies in ruins after the Spell Plague. However, the Jazred Chalsin established a fosterage under one of their leaders. This drought dragon is said to still maintain this fosterage despite the ruins and wild magic that surround the area. In the drow city of Shashamath, beneath the far hills, is the Tower of the Masked Mage. Veyron worshippers constructed a temple to Veyron in a large stalactite. In this temple, worshippers study various magics to help them conceal themselves better through shadow and illusion. They also fashion magic items to help them in this regard. A wandering nomadic clan of drow worshippers known as Clan Oscovid moved to many different places in the realms before finally residing in the woods of Cormanthor. Mostly composed of drow members, the clan has welcomed both other elves, humans, and half-elves into their clan as well. House Jarl is an exiled noble house from Menzel Baransan who have settled in the forest of Cormanthor. Here they have set up their own fortifications and made use of the ruins and magic left behind by the surface elves who left during the retreat. Clan Oscovin and House Jarl work cooperatively with one another, likely as a result of their shared faith in Veyron. Character Options For 2nd edition players, you can find the following character options. In the Demi-Human Deities supplement, you can find the Veyron-specific specialty priest class known as the Dark Mask. 
in the same supplement, I mean human deities, you will find the Veron specific specialty priest class known as the Mass Trader for clergy who have come over from the Church of Lull. For 3rd edition players, in the Lords of Darkness supplement, you can find the Dark Mask Prestige class for Veron worshippers. As I do in every deity specific podcast, I have come up with a custom background, this one specifically designed for Veron worshippers. For your two skill proficiencies, uh, you can look to take Deception and Stealth. For either your two language or tool proficiencies, I have recommended the Poisoner's Kit and Thieves Tools. For your equipment, I would take the Criminal's Equipment, but I would ask your DM if you could swap out the Crowbar for the Holy Symbol of Aeron. And for last but not least, the Feature, I would take the Shelter of the Faithful Feature. That is available from the Acolyte background in the Player's Handbook. The following are subclasses that would be fun and fitting for Worshippers of Veyron in 5th edition. Most of these revolve around Secrecy, Shadow, and Stealth. For the Bard class, you have the College of Whispers from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. It is a subclass that revolves around Intrigue, Sowing Lies, and Deceit, which would serve as the perfect face for the Church of Veyron. Uh, for the Cleric, you have the two suggested domains, uh, the Domain of Trickery and the Domain of War. Still, I still don't see how War is applicable, but it is definitely still an option available to you as a player. For the Monk, you have the Way of the Shadow from the Player's Handbook. Uh, the Way of the Shadow would be perfect for those who are trying to roleplay an agent, a shadow infiltrator, anything in that respect. For the Ranger class, you have the Gloomstalker subclass from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. Uh, the Gloomstalker I can see serving as a guide in the Underdark for Veyron worshippers, especially one who goes to other drow communities to guide them towards Veyron-specific communities. It's not often that I get the chance to say this, but really any of the subclasses that can be found for the Rogue class are a very good thematic fit for anyone looking to play a worshipper of Veyron. After all, Veyron is a god of thievery and sea and shadow. Finally, uh, for the sorcerer class, you have the shadow sorcerer, which can be found in Xanthara's Guide to Everything. Uh, I could see a shadow sorcerer being a very valued member in clergy or in the church as a whole. Specialists in shadow magic would be deeply valued in the Church of Veyron. Dungeon Master Options For 5th edition Dungeon Masters, you can make use of many shadow-based creatures and demons who would aid Veyron and his followers. The few here I list are just suggestions that I picked out from the Monster Manual of Volvo's Guide to Monsters. So in the Monster Manual, you have the Shadow Dragon Template, uh, there is a stat block in there for a young red shadow dragon, but of course you can extend that over to the other different types of dragons. Uh, also in there you have smoke methods in the shadow stat blocks. In Volvo's Guide to Monsters, I could see making use of the Shadow Mastiff, the Yeth Hound, and the Dragloth. Now Dragloth are deeply associated with both the churches of Selvatarm and Loth, but I have found in my research for Veyron that he can have a few drag loss in his service. 
In the third edition supplement, if you have it available to you, called the Dragons of Faerun, you can find the instructions to build a drow dragon, much like the ones you roll in Chelsen. You could also easily rework a shadow dragon from the monster from the monster manual by giving them access to spellcasting and then the sh- and the chain shape ability that you see in the metallic dragon's stat block. Uh, there are many Drow and generic NPC stat blocks across the official source books for 5th edition that can be utilized by a dungeon master to fit in with the Church of Veyron. Uh, for the Drow specifically, in the Monster Manual, you have the stat block for the Drow and the Drow Elite Warrior. And for the recently released Mordekainen's Tome of Foes, you have the Drow Shadow Blade. Uh, you can also make use, of course, of the generic stat blocks for NPCs found in the Monster Manual in Volvo's Guide to Monsters. In the Monster Manual, I can see a Dungeon Master getting use out of the Acolyte, Assassin, and Spy stat block. And in Volvo's Guide to Monsters, the Martial Arts Adept, and also the Master Thief stat blocks. For a magic weapon specific to the Church of Aeron, Veron's favorite weapon is the Short Sword. But really, that kind of extends across all the way towards all blades. And here I have just kind of listed a few, well, more than a few, but some items from the Dungeon Master's Guide that I think would be fitting for the Church of Aeron. So there's the Amulet of Proof Against Detection and Location, Boots of Elvenkind, all of the various cloaks, and I mean that. Dagger of Venom, Dust of Disappearance, the Glamoured Studded Leather, Gloves of Thievery, the Nine Live Stealer in Short Sword Form, Oil of Sharpness, Potion of Gaseous Form, Potion of Invisibility, Potion of Mind Reading, Potion of Poison, the Ring of Mind Shielding, the Scimitar of Speed, Sending Stones, Slippers of Spider Climbing, and the Sword of Life Stealing. Finally, a Dungeon Master can make use of of some of the common rarity magic items find, found in Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Uh, here I have picked out the Boots of False Tracks and the Rope of Mending. Alright, thank you for listening to Religion in the Realms. If you're interested in keeping up with the release of future episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and YouTube and follow the podcast Twitter account at Realms Religion. If you wish to get in touch with me personally, my personal Twitter is at ShivsEmbrace. That is S-H-I-V-S-E-M-B-R-A-C-E. Next episode, we will be starting a new series on another pantheon in the Forgotten Realms. The Faerunian pantheon is a large pantheon with close to 50 deities in it. With that, the first episode on the Faerunian pantheon will be on Istitia, the deity associated with the element of water. Until next time, may Timora look kindly upon your dice rolls, Helm protect you, and Lathander light your path.
Music for this episode, Eternal Terminal by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.